Welcome to this edition of uh, JBS, Jersey Baseball Show's Generation Next. Uh, we look at uh, a lot of the top 2022s around, and uh, we are not really doing Jersey on this one. Um, we are doing 2022 at least, but special guest here today, Beck Milner, Taft School up in Connecticut, headed to uh, to Yale University. Um, connection with Beck through uh, through our, our, our good friend Chase Topolsky, their travel team together. Chase going to Richmond, obviously, just just signed uh, earlier uh, last week, and um, you as well, Beck. Tell us about uh, your signing day experience. Um, as we can sort of see in the background there, you're headed off to uh, to Yale. Yeah, signing day was a fantastic time uh, for the entire student-athlete population at Taft. Uh, we had 16 student-athletes signed this fall, um, two women's lacrosse players, two great soccer players, I think 10 lacrosse players, three baseball players, and a rower, um, and you name it, Big Ten or Ivy League, we're there coming from Taft. And we're not even counting football yet, which has a pretty strong roster, if you ask me. Yeah, um, so and, it, I, and I, I forgot to mention you're going to the, the, the Taft school, boarding school up in, uh, in, in Connecticut, and you know certainly a lot of outstanding, you know, not just athletes, but student athletes, obviously, is, as absolutely. you said, a lot of a lot of Big Ten and a lot of uh, of, of Ivy League, and got to got to get both sides of that student athlete equation, obviously, to, to be able to do that. But um, you know, what what made Yale so attractive to you specifically? And uh, you know, tell us about your excitement on on being able to to play Ivy League baseball. Absolutely, Yale was always a dream for me as a student athlete. Uh, great place, both academically and athletically. People there. They just bring a unique personality, each and every one of them, that builds a great community, very similar to Taft here um, at my high school. And I wanted that for myself to be able to grow as a person and as an athlete. Um, as a top contender in the Ivy League in the past 10 years, Yale has been uh, dominant throughout. So to join that family as a Bulldog is a dream come true. And to be able to go on and, and win the Ivy League championship in the next few years and go on to the tournament would be a dream come true. This is good. We've got Princeton covered here. We got some of our guys are going to Penn next year. We got Columbia, one of our uh, pitchers from last summer, a couple of guys coming back to play. So we uh, like to add Yale to that too. So that's, yeah. that's, that's great. But now you're, you're from New York city, but it, it, you didn't take the most direct route from New York city to get up to uh, Connecticut. Right. So why don't you tell us about the, uh, the path you took to get from, uh, from New York to, to, to Connecticut and what kind of happened in between. Absolutely. So my, when I was 10 years old, we decided to move to Park City, Utah. I have two younger sisters, uh, both big skiers, dancers, lacrosse players. And we kind of decided that it was time for our family to, we'd grown up in the city. We wanted some place where we could ride bikes to school and have a very similar um, fundamental year experience to what our parents had versus the very busy city. Yeah. Um, when we got to Park City, my development as, as an athlete is due 100% to Skullcandy Crusher Baseball. Uh, what that program did was it, it took a great uh, coaching staff they put together by a guy named Brent. And what he brought in was some of the best mentors in my life, uh, Bill Madlock, David DeLucci. These guys came and coached us in big, big tournaments um, when we were just 10, 11, 12 years old. These are, these are all major leaguers. 
Absolutely. Yep. That's crazy. The, you're just, was, you know, you're, you're 10, 11 years old. You're getting coached by former, you know, major league stars. You get the world series rings, yep. you know, it's a, uh, it's crazy. And, you know, these guys built me into the athlete that I was today. Um, however, in Utah, we didn't have the best competitive baseball. Uh, I'm not going to disown Utah. There are some great athletes there. However, when it comes to high school baseball in Utah in a rural state, and especially in Park City, baseball is about our 13th or 14th best sport in town. Right <laughs> after all, we have all the Olympic hopefuls. We have a great right. men, men's and women's lacrosse team that have won state years in a row. However, when it comes to baseball, I decided that I needed something a little bit more competitive for me. Um, and I found my way to the Army and Navy Academy in Carlsbad, California, where I spent my eighth grade through the end of my sophomore year. Um, it was a military-based academy. I learned a lot about time management, um, things like that, that grew me into the person that I am today. However, when I got to Carlsbad, I was introduced to Butch Smith, uh, who runs a No Fear facility down there in San Marcos, California. And ultimately, Butch became my father away from home, took me under his wing. Uh, I remember him calling me 6.30 in the morning on Sunday after a long week of school and tell me, hey, where are you? It's, it's cage time, get in here. And I'd get up and I'd get in my Uber at 13 years old and I'd get to San Marcos, California to go hit with Butch and he became my dad. Um, ultimately that sponsorship from Skullcandy Baseball got passed along to Butch as the Utah branch broke off. Skullcandy mm -hmm. Crusher Baseball uh, peaked with four teams across the country, maybe five. We had a Dallas team, a SoCal team, a Detroit team and a team in, uh, Springfield, Illinois. And then as I was become, uh, getting into my junior year, I decided that I wanted to pursue the Ivy League route much more heavier than any other schools on the West Coast. That led me to Taft. Um, in 2018, Taft had an undefeated season. They won the Founders League. And as I was going through getting ready to apply because of COVID, they had no 2019 season. So when I'm applying, I see an 18-0 record on this great school called Taft that I have no idea what Taft is, where it is, or anything like that. So I go on the website, I do my due diligence. I see the dorms, I see the pictures, I see the faculty. So I write a few emails and I apply and ultimately um, was able to visit Taft right before COVID started um, in the spring of 2020, maybe 2019, yeah. 2019? 2020. 2020. I was yep. able to visit one month before everything got shut down over spring break. And Mike Mastercola and Coach Prince, uh, both amazing coaches at the Taft School, welcomed me with open arms into the school, gave me an entire tour. Uh, I had my father with me, which is a great experience. And we, I felt very, very welcomed by the community here at Taft and decided to make uh, that my second half of my high school journey. Um, completed my junior year last year, was ultimately able to receive an offer um, after the very, very long dead period the NCAA oh, yeah. gave yeah. to us um, and was able to get that offer right before the spring season started. And it was a no doubter for me. Um, Yale was the best option for me academically and athletically. And coincidentally, it happened to be very close to Taft, only about yeah. 30 minutes down to New Haven. Yeah. Um, wrapped up our short season last year because of COVID, but this year we are coming out strong, uh, ready for a full season against the Founders League, looking for that championship. 
which yeah. would consider would technically be back to back if we can put it together this year. Um, with two with two years of no season or half the season, longest back to back, the most time yeah. in between. No kidding, no kidding. That's, uh, that's great. That's uh, it, it. Sounds. I mean, that's fantastic. What's your your biggest goal to uh, between now and and the spring? Then you know, obviously, you want to win the, the the title certainly and and finish your high school career with a bang. But you know, where do you want to to put your focus to to make sure you're you're most ready to to play? in college. Yeah, absolutely. So right now, strong weight room stuff is starting to get cold up here in the Northeast. We all know that we all hate it, but um, getting bigger, faster, stronger every single day when we're in the weight room as a team, we're doing sprints outside. If it's just warm enough or inside on the treadmills, if we can, we're lucky enough to have a large athletic facility here on campus that we have an indoor track that we can do our speed work on tons of box jumps, things like that. Flexibility is a key thing. I had more than half of my uh, varsity baseball roster taking yoga in the fall this uh, this fall. Yeah. And as a team, we got more flexible, more nimble, which is something that's very looked over in, in baseball, but especially for me behind the plate, that flexibility gives me an edge when you know I need to block or get up and throw. Um, that's something that I overlooked in my game for a long time. And now that I'm realizing I want to take that next step to the next level, I need that flexibility. Um, and then on the other hand, we have, we're lucky enough to have a hit tracks here at Taft. Um, so a few of the guys have been competing in Friday night lights, uh, tournaments, which is a great way that hit tracks puts on just to compete as a fun thing to do on a Friday night as a team. Yeah. It's, it's, teams of two to four, um, fantastic time. And they compete across the nation against anybody who wants to enter in on hit tracks. Um, so they've cool. been, they've been having a blast doing that this winter. But we're all getting as big, as fast, as strong as possible going into this season. And then we're excited to go down to Florida uh, over spring break and have our spring training season down there for about a week before we head up for the league. So we're super Chase excited. Said you're, Chase said you're insane in the weight room. So, <laughs> you know, that's, that's I mean, obviously is, is an important thing here. But you mentioned you're, you're a catcher, obviously. Um you know, that's the kind of position you, you really got to be all in and, and, you know, mentally locked in on every play. What, what is it that, that has you loving behind the plate, you know, versus uh, another, I mean, what, what makes you love catching? Yeah. So there are two things that make me love catching. First, it keeps me in the game every single play and I get to see the entire field. So as a catcher, I learned so much about pitchers specifically and every field on the, on, in the field. Um, I see that behind the plate. So keeping me active in the head, keeping me in every single play, that's just exciting for me as a player. Um, on the other hand, the mental awareness that it takes to be a catcher is what I love most about it. I am always trying to think differently than the hitter, keeping my pitcher in a sequence that keeps the hitter off balance and off time no matter what. So I'm playing a mental game, my pitcher and I, against the hitter no matter the situation. We could have some of the best hitters in the Northeast and a guy throwing 86 miles an hour with a 72 mile an hour curveball from the left side and a changeup. And my job as a catcher is to keep him off balance and let him not barrel up that 86 miles an hour. Anybody can hit 86 miles an hour from 60 feet away, hard and far. But if they're guessing wrong, and the majority of guys that don't have that mental awareness to think like a catcher, they're going to guess wrong the majority of the time. Um, and that's what I love about it the most is that's my job. And I'm playing a psychological game with the hitter 
every single at bat. Absolutely. It's um what uh you know, you're you're going to uh you know you look at you know your background, you know, your your weight room uh, experience, right? You you mentioned earlier um you'd love to play football, but that's not Mom, mom says no, right? Yeah. So, yep. so you were telling me, what's your second sport then, if it's not football? I am an alpine skier. Much, I say, much, much safer than playing football, right? But in but mom's you eyes, yes. Yeah, you you had a skiing family though. I mean, right? That's so. I mean, it's probably more. Uh, you know, it's not really much of a thought about it. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. We grew up going to the Poconos when I was a young kid. Skied yeah. for Jack Frost ski team, and then headed out to Park City and joined the Park City ski team. And I love it. It's an adrenaline rush that I can't find anywhere else. Yeah. Um, and I I love it. I, I adrenaline junkie is how I would describe myself in most situations. And in the winter here, it can get very very tough. Um, it's cold. We're inside all the time. And just getting out on that hill um, yeah. and skiing just you know, makes me feel great every day. Gets you fired up. That's right. Absolutely. Gets you fired up. A um, couple of random questions for you before we uh, before we we cut you loose here. One right. thing on your bucket list is. Ooh, I'd love to take a large road trip across the United States and Canada. Love it. Yep. Maybe like after graduation or or uh, you know one of those trips. I'm hoping after uh, summer league ball this year is my goal. Okay. Um, pre-game routine. One thing that's got to be in your pre-game routine, no matter what. Mm. Pre-workouts. Absolutely. Um, it's a terrible problem that I have, but if you ask Chase, he'll tell you I'm in the dugout dry scooping pre-workout into my mouth before every single game. It has to be a catcher. It has to be a catcher's thing, but uh, I cannot play without it. There's a chance he might have mentioned that. <laughs> it's known. It's known. Let's put it that way. Favorite pro sport team, regardless of sport. It is the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, grew up in New York City, and on my sixth birthday, uh, my grandfather and my father were there. Not only did they tell me I could not have a Yankees themed birthday party, but they made me cry. Um, told me that that I was born into a Cardinals fan team and a family from generation to generation. And after that, I've been a Cardinals fan ever since. It's been all right, though, I guess. <laughs> then fine. Or, or you refuse to know any different. It's got to be there, all right. There was, there was a point in time that they had the most World Series appearances and wins in my lifetime. And as I get older, that dwindles very, very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, one place you'd love to visit that you've never been? Uh, Bali. Well, yeah, Bali. for sure. Um, and one one phone app you couldn't live without? Um, TikTok, unfortunately. <laughs> Terrible time consumer, but yeah, uh, they know what I like to laugh at, that's for sure. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we appreciate the time, Beck. Um, Congratulations again. Fantastic uh, news for you. Obviously, uh, sign the letter to be playing at Yale. We look forward to catching you in the Ivy League um, as we uh, as we move forward. And uh, best of luck and thanks for taking a few minutes today. Absolutely. Thank you very much for your time. Definitely. Beck Milner.
Tash School and Yale University starting in 2022. And we look forward to uh, catching and playing and uh, tearing up the Ivy League.